0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Here for the Right Reasons. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get to all the drama in Bachelor Nation, I want to remind you all to please listen on Spotify and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This week on the show, I spoke to Bachelor's Listen to Your Hearts, Julia, who if you're watching, you know, is the quote-unquote villain of the season. But before we get to Julia, who was super candid about all of her regrets, which she has a lot of them... Um, and her current status with both Sheridan and Brandon, we need to break down what's happening in the rest of Bachelor Nation because there's so much going on. So I have Us Weekly reporter Kaylee Stump joining me from LA to talk all about Peter and Kelly, Hannah Ann, Chris Soules. Oh my God, these people just won't stop. Hi,
2: Kaylee. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor and a privilege. I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) Honestly, like I say this every week, but The Bachelor just won't stop.
2: It won't stop. I know this season is never ending and I'm honestly not mad about it. It's very entertaining.
0: I know. I think some people are saying that they're over it, but I'm not over it. Like Peter is giving me more now than he did in January.
2: I know, I know. It's like we're seeing a whole new side of Peter. I feel like this is the Peter that is the real Peter, not in front of the cameras, not filming The Bachelor, not under all that stress and pressure. I feel like this is a cool new side to Pete that we're seeing and I'm not mad about it. I love it. I
0: agree. Okay. So Us Weekly broke the news last week that Peter Weber and Kelly Flanagan were officially dating. Yes. Um, it comes no surprise that they, you know, were trying to keep it under wraps since they got, you know, some heat for being outside while we're quarantining for Peter moving on so quickly after both of his failed relationships with Hannah Ann and Madison. So first of all, just tell me what you were thinking when you saw that Peter and Kelly were hanging out again, because I haven't talked to you about this.
2: Well, I love that he posted, quote, you caught me Let the adventure begin. I feel like he was talking to Us Weekly. Like we caught it because, because literally just a few days before, our sources said they're officially dating. It's official because, you know, beforehand, he was going on podcasts with Nick Vile saying he wanted to take things slow. Obviously, he loves hanging out with Kelly. But not too long after, they decided to go Instagram official. And yeah, I was, I was surprised at how out there they were, especially with his whole family posting, which I know we'll talk about. But it is what it is. I mean, they've been quarantined together for a while and they've been posting all over social media, all over TikTok. So it was only a matter of time.
0: I agree. And I mean, listen, the bachelor does two things. Very interesting. One, it speeds along relationships. So they have, even though they like barely dated, their relationship was already weird and moving forward without even really even being a relationship. And two, the quarantine right now, everyone is, everyone's emotions are heightened. And if you're with someone, you're obviously like, thinking about it nonstop. And it's almost like his season continued. So they have like two circumstances, the bachelor being weird with dating and quarantine dating being weird, yeah. like, moving them along.
2: I know it's such an odd relationship since, especially since they met like in an, in a weird circumstance before the show, then they go on the show and now they're quarantining together. Like they've gone through three different stages of a relationship <laughs> that no normal couple would go through. So if they can come out of it on top, through all this then more power to
0: them. <laughs> I know. So I did a poll on my Instagram, which I love doing shady bachelor polls because
2: I, I, I love just, your shady bachelor polls.
0: Thank you. And it <laughs> lets other people say things that maybe I want to say um without getting in trouble, but I did a poll <laughs> if they were going to make it through this. And 70% said no and 30% said yes. And while I think that's the fun answer, I low key think they have a shot because of what you were just saying that they have been through Peter, them meeting and having a connection, but then watching Peter meet all these other women on the show and go through that. Him sending her home. Mm -hmm. her claiming the producers like didn't really have, like wasn't, weren't giving her a fair shot. So clearly whatever happened behind the scenes of that show was tumultuous for Kelly. She didn't enjoy the show. Mm -hmm. Him sending her home, him getting engaged, him breaking off the engagement because he liked someone else. And then it wasn't Kelly, who was Madison. Them (laughs) breaking up. So two breakups. All while Kelly was kind of watching this go down then to be seen together and get a lot of backlash from the world for not social distancing properly for quarantining together for Madison to come on podcast and accuse Peter of not being honest about their timeline and him still reaching out and for her to still be by his side all yeah. in
2: i mean i know i'm shocked i'm shocked and i actually talked to kelly right after you know after the final rose aired and it was at that chris harrison event this was like the last event that was in Hollywood that oh my God, happened yes. before quarantine. And I taught I spoke to Kelly and she could not have been sweeter. And, you know, this was right after Barb, you know, introduced herself and was so excited to meet Kelly and swooped in and made it happen. But um I asked Kelly, like obviously Barb wants you to date her son. Things aren't working out with the other with the other girls. Like what would you say? And she she wasn't super gung ho when I spoke to her about it. She was like, honestly I think Peter needs to take time for himself, figure his stuff out be single for a while and that was that and then to see that they end up quarantining together in chicago was was definitely definitely a shock but i think i think she's seeing the side of peter that she initially knew when they met randomly at that hotel before they started filming bachelor
0: which is insane but oh my god i totally forgot that that was you who was at after the final rose which obviously um, Kelly was at for no actual reason, but thank God she was because
2: that all worked out in such an odd way. She was the only, cause they didn't include her in women tell all. And then they bring her on after the final rose and then Barb makes her move. And the rest is history.
0: It really is. And I actually saw Chris Harrison was on, um, chicks in the office today. And I think he was like, he's still maintaining that. Kelly was just there kind of to like stir the pot, like not on her side, but on like the producer side, like they were presenting that in just because there was always rumors that like Peter and Kelly were still in contact and that she was pregnant. Like the craziest rumors went around this season. And the fact that like, I mean, no one was right, but like the fact that it's ending up the way that some people were hoping or theorizing, like it's insane to me.
2: I know. I mean, Barb got what she wanted and it's so interesting to see her comments on social media saying, you know, Kelly is, was my number one pick since day one, which is hard to believe because of everything we saw, how much she first loved Madison um, during their vow renewal and then how much she cried over Peter choosing, wanting Peter to choose Hannah. So it's just very interesting. But at the end of the day, uh, his family seems extremely, extremely happy about it.
0: Yes. I mean, Barb wasted no time making a pickstick collage. We had a rose word art situation in the corner. We had a picture that I believe Madison was in that she cut out to be just Kelly in the white. We had the one date they went on, like all featured in this collage. And I don't know if a fan made it and Barb took it. I mean, it looked like something maybe someone's mom would make. Um, Of course, she wrote that it was serendipitous and that, you know, because they met before the show. And of all people, Bella Thorne's mom got involved. Like, can you tell me what happened here?
2: Okay. Tamra Thorne apparently is BFS with Barb for a long time. Um, she commented my choice all along. And Barb said, mine too, from day one. Miss you. We're like, okay, not sure if she miss was you. doing from day one. And also miss you. How do you guys know each other? And then Tamara goes on to say, spoke to Bud yesterday. Apparently, Peter is also known as Bud to Tamra Thorne, Bella's mom as well. So clearly they're extremely close. And she goes, I told him we will all get together for dinner. When Corona is over, I'll bring Danny, Bella, Kaylee, Thorne, Remy, which are all of um, Bella Thorne's siblings. Um, Bud and Kelly are the cutest. <laughs> Barb responds, absolutely. We we'll all need to get together after this is all over with. I'll make a Cuban feast. And then Bella Thorne replies to Tamara and says, Excited.
0: Which, OK, I mean, for those of you who are not familiar with Bella Thorne, she was on yeah. Disney Channel. She grew up um, on that show with Zendaya, Shake It Up or Shake It Off or something about shaking it. <laughs> and then, she you know, has gone on to be a little bit of a, one of the Disney troublemakers. You know, she's provocative on Instagram and stuff, but she never, like, expressed any interest in The Bachelor, one of those, like, famous people who talks about The Bachelor. So she clearly knew Peter and his family before this. There's some sort of family friend connection
2: and it's just so bizarre so bizarre I know gosh because when you grow up in LA like Peter did you obviously go to school with people who are in the entertainment industry and Bella actually randomly I like researched this only a few months ago in February like commented on some photo and said haha when your longtime family friend is the bachelor nation is at bachelor nation and now you become obsessed so there was like one tiny little inkling that they knew each other. But also, do you remember Victoria Justice came out like when oh, Peter was on oh Hannah Brown season? Yeah. In June 2019, Victoria Justice posted a photo with Peter when he was still on Hannah's season. And she goes, so great catching up with you today at Pilot Pete. For those of you who watch The Bachelor, I'm sure you know Peter. We've been friends since I was nine back in Florida. And our moms are good friends. Barb knows everybody.
0: Barb is so well connected. I totally she forgot so about this.
2: Connected.
0: Do you think that they wanted to make Peter or his brother like a child star? Like, did he meet these people in auditions or something? Maybe. Because
2: I feel like would be a stage mom for sure.
0: Oh, I mean she is now. Like she turned herself into okay. one. And like I feel like though now Florida of it all, like we always hear about like um Christine Aguilera and like Britney Spears and like Justin and all of them always like meeting in Florida doing like Disney auditions and stuff. Like Florida.
2: what? I know. It's it's shocking.
0: But That is um, shocking. If Peter and Kelly get married, they'll have like a star-studded wedding. They will. <laughs> wow, that makes me really actually like I want Peter to settle down now cuz I want to see who makes the cut. Um I know. Speaking of potential people who could I guess be invited, which they always have Bachelor Nation is a weird thing of like they become they stay friends with certain people even though like you would think it's weird to be friends with your exes. Oh, um right. and there has been a handful, not too many, but a few people from Peter's season, who have you know given their seal of approval for Peter and Kelly in the comment section, including Kelsey, who was top four, also finished before Kelly. Mykenna, mckenna I don't know how you say it, but I like McKenna, um Who was like in the middle of the pack, and Ale- Alea, who was in the big drums. So interesting yes. that they all were like so cute, like, and especially mckenna because she's like also friends with Madison. Like she was in the TikTok, the infamous TikTok of like throwing shade She
2: shapes.
0: was so. I don't know. You wonder who's being like fake and who's genuinely happy. But very interesting that Kelsey, of all people who finished ahead of Kelly, is is all in.
2: Right. Well, actually, McKenna, Kelsey, and Kelly all showed up to that Chris Harrison event together. And I know Kelly recently posted on Instagram a photo of the three of them, or maybe there's someone else, and she said how much she misses her girls. So those girls are definitely still close. It is an interesting group. Like you just don't know, like you said, who remains friends after everything. And especially since yeah, Peter chose Kelsey initially over Kelly. So it's very confusing, but yeah, I think they're still good friends.
0: You got to know what, or you got to wonder what's going on between Hannah and and Madison, like that group text, because yeah. I don't know if they were close, but they did do an Instagram live like a month ago, just like talking about quarantine and stuff. And it was before the Peter and Kelly stuff had really like heated up. So they didn't address it. And they, pretty much just talked about like very nice, like sweet, innocent things. Like it was nothing crazy, mm-hmm. but you have to wonder like what they're saying to each other. Like Behind I, to, the scenes. to be in that group chat, maybe Victoria F's in there. I don't know. Cause you finished top three, like just yeah. to know what they're saying in the group chat with Kelly and the group chat without Kelly. Like I would give
2: my arm. Oh my God. <laughs> so much shade, so much shade between them. And also I love how Peter is kind of throwing the shade here and there when he comments, you know, I finally got it right. It's like, Ooh, ooh ouch.
0: I know, which I mean, real quick, the Kygo of it all, um, Mad- <laughs> I'm messing up all their names already. Cause there's so many of these women in Peter's life, but Kelly posted a throwback picture of the day she met Kygo when she knew she was going to be on Peter's season. And she had Kygo, who is like a DJ performer, um, that Peter loves. We've seen that on yeah. TikTok um, write a note to Peter, like choose Kelly. And he obviously didn't, but now he did. And now he has gets to have that. Like it's, it's bizarre. Maybe Kygo can DJ the reception.
2: That would be epic. And I wonder why the producers never included that little tidbit. Obviously, that's a really cool thing that Kelly got for Peter. And he obviously loves Kygo and would have probably had a really cool, genuine response.
0: I don't know. He might have picked her if he had that sooner. Right.
2: (laughs) I know. It seems like Kelly didn't get the best shot on the show, but you know what? everything turned out the way it was supposed to, I guess
0: yeah, it did. Um, a few other people from Bachelor Nation, Ben Higgins he's always very sweet sending love to everyone Blake um Tasha, and the weirdest connection also of is that Christian Haggerty, who was engaged to Demi briefly on Bachelor in Paradise, is friends with um Peter and Kelly. I think that's one of the reasons they stayed in touch, like they reconnected through her. One of them said that on a podcast um. And just bizarre little bachelor world. So happy for them, I
2: guess. (laughs) I know. Happy for them. And yeah, a lot of bachelor nation people are happy too. It's like, do your thing, people, especially during quarantine. Everyone's suffering. You might as well find love if you can.
0: I know. I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Once quarantine ends, we'll know what of these relationships that were formed during quarantine, if they were legit or not.
2: I know. I wonder if Peter, Peter will move to Chicago with Kelly, move out of his parents' house.
0: I don't know. I mean, it's time, but Barb would be so time. sad.
2: Barb would be sad.
0: Um. Well, someone who's not sad is Hannah Ann, who we all know was Peter's brief fiancé. She called herself a 60-day fiancé, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> she is hanging out with an NFL quarterback.
2: Of course she is. Damn, get it, girl.
0: Which, not to be confused, I believe she was spotted with a different NFL quarterback around February, Um, just Mm -hmm. like out and about, like partying more, like in a group setting, not like individually. Um, but now she is spending time with Mason Rudolph, who is on the Steelers, I believe. Yes. (laughs) Big sports girls over here. Big sports girls. Which I don't, I don't know that much about. Um, I know some things about, I have brothers, (laughs) but I don't know his name. So he must not be like that big in the NFL quite yet. He's still, you know. Working his way up, but he has been spending time getting coffee with Miss Hannah Ann in quarantine.
2: I know, I know. And they're both the same age, they're both 24. And, you know, we did an article on five things to know about him. And I love the fact that he's six foot five. That is a great fact. Nice. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Hannah Ann's five, seven. For some reason, I thought she was smaller, but they just look, I I know, I know. They look very cute together in, in the pop photos of them. Going to get coffee, and she did talk about earlier in April um, on Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. She mentioned a mystery man. They were having Facetime dates. She said it was just a nice little quarantine fling. She said I've had someone drop me off coffee, so it all kind of it all is tied together. And back when she said that, I may or may not have gone through her recent Instagram followers. Oh my and god, tell me, I know because I was like, gosh, who is this mystery man? I need to know. Um, and she and Mason we following each other back when she went on the, the podcast, they were already following each other and it was a recent follow as well, but they weren't liking each other's photos. Cause obviously once you do that, then all of all of the bachelor nation fans are just ravenous with that information. So they do wow. not like each other's photos, except Mason did like her most recent birthday pic, which was cute. So yeah, they're they wow. could possibly be a quarantine couple.
0: I love that sleuthing. Yeah. She hasn't, um... <laughs> She hasn't commented on it directly, but she did like, which when people like comments on like fan accounts and stuff, like it's always, you never know if they did it on purpose or an accident. But Hannah Ann is always out here, like liking a tweet and unliking it or liking a comment on TikTok. Like she, and she's young. She's smart. I think she's doing it She knows what she's doing, yeah. So she did like a comment of the fan picture, of the TMZ photos of them getting coffee. A Bachelor fan account posted it and someone commented like, major upgrade or something and she liked that comment Hannah.
2: so you She's know, unstoppable with the savagery
0: and she kind of earns it a little bit more just because she, he did get engaged to this guy and he did break up with her yeah but more, Madison was a little bit it's a little blurry what really happened there and people have different opinions on whether you know it was fair for her to go on the show because she clearly had very different values and very different values than Peter and their relationship was was it even like a real relationship post show. Like it's more messy, but Hannah Ann, he legit got engaged to calls her dad, asked for permission for a brief 60 days was planning to marry her. So she has a little <laughs> bit more of a right, like do throw some shade. Like I think she should,
2: I would, she, I know, I know she definitely has every right. And yeah, we saw, we saw her go pretty hard on him <laughs> on after the final rose, but also, yeah, it was extremely warranted. Like she spoke her mind. She said her piece and she's continuing to do that. I mean, women empowerment
0: go hannah go hannah go hannah i mean we'll find out if this relationship is even a relationship or if it's you know she's just flirting with a hot football player like to each their own i'm happy for her and i'm very interested to see how this plays out i mean it's also i guess interesting to think athletes right now aren't as busy as they might normally be we had kendall jenner out with that random nba player which like you think everyone should be staying home but they're getting stir crazy and people are reaching out to people. Probably the DMS are flooded. So flooded. I'll be fascinated who makes it. But before we get to Julia, we have to talk about crystals and Victoria.
2: Oh my God, we have to.
0: So we discussed last week that they are, you know, a, a thing to some extent. She's been in um, Arlington, Iowa for a hot minute. Now they have yet to publicly, you know, acknowledge what they are to each other, but she did post that I was predicting a TikTok on a, um, tractor to confirm she was in Iowa, but instead we got a, ever. thank you. Um, but instead we got a, um, an, a posed photo on like a coffee table.
2: Yeah. In his house.
0: In which his there, house. Are, there are
2: other photos of his house <laughs> online. So you, we can verify that that is Chris Soul's.
0: It's definitely his house. And yeah. we, he has done, not only has he posted a picture of his house before, cause you know, he's lived there. He has done like spreads with like whatever. So like there's plenty of footage of his home. So we know it's his house. We right. know she's maybe doing some self-timer photo shoots in the living room. And now we just have to think like one, how long is she going to stay there? And two, what can you yeah. tell me about what you've heard her first plans were post-show?
2: I know it's, it's so crazy. I feel like she's been there for a while. Obviously quarantine is quarantine and it's lasting a while. And I also love that Andy Dorfman commented on a photo like, Oh my gosh, is Chris, is Chris an Instagram boyfriend already? Like if it's not a self-timed photo, then maybe he's, he's going full Instagram boyfriend. Who knows? But gosh, from sources that we heard from, I guess before quarantine, Victoria F originally had plans to move to Nashville with Victoria P back to whose friends and who, who who was not friends from Peter's season. Apparently the Victorias are still super tight. Yeah, I guess they had plans to move to Nashville this summer and the Victorias are still really good friends. They have plans to move in together because Victoria F wants to get out of Virginia Beach and the small town community where everyone basically knows everyone's business there. And obviously with COVID hitting... Everyone's plans are up in the air. Who knows if that will still be a thing? Who knows if Victoria will still want to move to Nashville after this? Maybe she'll want to move to Iowa. But clearly, she's a country girl.
0: She's clearly a country girl. I mean, Chris Soules, I mean, he made it clear on his season that he didn't want to leave Iowa because his farm is very profitable. He's happy there. But I could see him in Nashville.
2: Oh, totally. I could see him in Nashville for sure. He
0: Nashville is like the second, after LA, it's like the second bachelor hub these days, I
2: feel like. It is. People want to get their, like, country dance on. And we know
0: Peter likes to line dance. So maybe (laughs) him and Kelly will move there. There's so many, so many options. But also, you talked to Ben Higgins recently, which I want to hear, one, how him and Jess were together, because I'm very fascinated by them. I think they're really cute. And I loved Ben and Lauren so much, but they clearly are both so, like, in where they should be. But also tell me what he said about Chris Souls.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ben Higgins and Jessica Clark are just the sweetest. They're quarantining together at Jessica's parents' house. So we talked all about you know him being with the in-laws and her family and their engagement that happened about a month ago. And they're just so in love. Obviously, they can't really start planning a wedding yet because of everything. But they're just the sweetest. They're they're little angels. But I definitely wanted to talk to Ben about Chris Souls because they are still friends and they've been friends for a while. And I asked him, you know, what are your thoughts on Victoria F. quarantining with him and. Ben just said, shocking. It was just shocking. And he goes, quote, I will tell you this. He is not confirmed or denied to me as a friend. If this is happening, I think one he's worried about, because I have a podcast. Um, And then Ben said, you know, I don't know her, but I'm shocked that it happened. Chris is one of the best looking dudes and one of the kindest hearted dudes I've ever met. So if he's found somebody that's kept him that same way through this, then good on him. I just wish he would talk to me about it. And so obviously... Chris is like keeping mum to Ben about all the details. And then I asked Ben, I'm like, you know, obviously after seeing Victoria on Peter's season, we, we know parts of her personality, kind of the person that she is on camera. And, you know, what are your thoughts on them being together? And if they're a match, and he just said, interesting, Victoria seemed a lot more outspoken than Chris. Chris is super quiet, shy guy. Ben talked about how he has a great family. He's really good at what he does. He's a great farmer. And then Ben just kind of went, just kind of said, like, I didn't see that side of Victoria. That doesn't, you know, none of that relates to her. She's a little more outspoken. She was on Peter's season. We saw her be pretty sensitive, get irritable quickly. Um, and then ended saying, I think maybe the positive is Chris has never gotten underneath my skin. So maybe he's just a really consistent force in Victoria's life. They could be the best couple ever, or maybe this is just a really fun quarantine.
0: Okay. I mean, Ben Higgins, he he usually, he's a very nice guy as we all have come to watch from the beginning to the end. Like he's not going to say anything too shady, but you know he did point out there's some differences between them. So it'll be interesting to see how that works.
2: It will be interesting to see. I know they could balance each other out perfectly because they are such opposites or it could just be a fun little quarantine fling. And that could be that. I kind of think it might be the latter because I don't see Victoria settling down I see her dating maybe more country music artists maybe another Mm. Chase Rice situation like I think she's she's ready to have some fun once this is all over
0: if she does get to Nashville she is going to make so many connections whether it is for work or for pleasure or whatever we're gonna call it but I think she I forgot about Chase Rice almost like how it's just the season was so insane um (laughs) wow that would be amazing And yeah, I think she might need to leave Chris, Chris souls in Iowa, but we'll find out. Um, if you guys want to hear more from Ben, Kaylee talked to him, she got a bunch of stuff from him and Jess. That'll all be on usmagazine.com. but stick around. If you were watching bachelor, listen to your heart, because like I said, Julia really went there with her, um, reflecting on her time on the show. She's been getting a lot of hate from bachelor nation because she was kind of the villain. She's been in like a love rectangle situation, which is always fun. And even if you're not watching, Um, I think it's an interesting um, look into one, what you may be missing from the show, and two, how these people are dealing with some of the backlash they get um, from the show. So here is Julia. So first of all, just tell me a little bit about how familiar you were with like the Bachelor franchise and why you decided to, you know, do the show. Sure. So I grew up
1: watching it a little bit, then I kind of fell out of it. And then when this show came to light for me and I started auditioning, I uh, binge watched a few of the most recent seasons and in Bachelor in Paradise, uh, and Bachelor Nation is strong. So I figured, you know, I've been trying to make my dream, my music dreams come true, and find my way in my love life. This seems like the perfect opportunity.
0: Yeah, were you nervous like going into it from what? Especially like if you watch the most recent seasons, there's been a lot of drama lately in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was honestly terrified. I the first night, I I don't think I've ever been that nervous in my life. We also didn't know what to expect, like. The concept was very new to everyone, so we were kind of on edge the whole time. Uh, there were always surprises, and you know, I feel like when you go on Paradise or The Bachelor, or Bachelorette, you're able to kind of see how it works. And this was totally different territory.
0: Yeah, I mean, even as a viewer, like we didn't know what was what to expect, but um, it's been really fun to explore. Um, you found yourself in a little bit of a love rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so let's start at the beginning. One, did you have any idea like after you guys kind of paired up that you would be kind of supposed to like stay in those relationships or what was the vibe in the house like were you still kind of able to explore? So I went in under the impression
1: that it would be like paradise. You could explore. So that's why I was kind of so open to exploring. And I did, you know, unfortunately for me, I I wasn't like swept off my feet right away. Like that isn't necessarily my kind of style anyway and I was conflicted. So I was totally shocked when Chris Harrison said like, you're now coupled up. And that's it. I was like, Whoa, wait, we're only, you know, a very short amount of time into this process. And I wasn't ready for it, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's just like, overall, can you tell me a little bit about your initial like attraction with Sheridan and like your connection and then maybe going to like, maybe when it took a little bit of a turn? <laughs> yeah.
1: So my connection with Sheridan was actually so it was very deep from the get go. Like I shared things with him off the bat that I don't typically share with people early on in dating and it was just because I felt very comfortable with him. Unfortunately, you guys didn't get to see a lot of how much we connected in that way, you know. What was really fascinating to me too was Sheridan and I are not like we we both said we would have never met in any other situation. We just would have never gone up to each other at a bar. And on top of that, the music was really what bonded us. And when we played together, I think that that is evident how much we clicked in that way. It never really took a turn with Sheridan. Like I never was like, oh, I don't like him anymore. I always liked him. It was that my heart was so conflicted because I had this spark with Brandon and I couldn't decide if it was legit or just the spark that fizzles really quickly.
0: Yeah. And as you're in this house, I mean, whether it's paradise on the beach or in, you know, this version of the bachelor mansion, I feel like all you're thinking about is what's going on. So were you just like in your own head and you couldn't kind of figure out? what? You oh wanted? my God. I am the queen of overthinking.
1: Like I knew I had something really strong and the foundation of what would be a beautiful relationship with Sheridan. I knew that. So it was kind of like a check Mark for me. And I was like, okay, I have that. Now I really need to figure out if the Brandon thing is really just that like wham, bam, like feeling and not, there's no substance there. So it was like, that was my conflict and I totally spiraled and
0: that is evident. (laughs) Um, I mean, Bachelor Nation can be kind of ruthless. How has it been navigating some of the backlash or the comments as you've kind of like on the show, we're seeing you be interested in Brandon, but then Sheridan kind of, you know, he has like this sweetheart vibe and then Savannah gets involved. And like, how have you been navigating everyone's feelings about this whole thing?
1: You know, I understand why people feel the need to, uh, say their opinion to me because I too cringed watching much of the episodes. <laughs> uh, I I am the sassy like person in real life that like says things like ding 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 and like whatever that is my personality and it didn't translate uh, at all on television. I you know it's more it's just it was not malintended like I did not have malicious intent when I said those things. I certainly understand why it came across that way. I definitely misdirected my frustration. to to Savannah. And I apologized to her immediately when we were done filming because I felt really bad for that. Um, But the haters have been real. And honestly, cyberbullying is not okay. Uh, I have received um, vicious messages um, telling me to go jump off a bridge. um, And honestly, these have been really dark days for me to kind of bring myself out of that. Uh, And I think I think right now, especially with COVID-19 and everyone at home, I think we're all craving human connection. And I think that is a huge part of why cyberbullying might be more intense right now. Uh, But I'm certainly trying to keep perspective. I feel misunderstood. I certainly know where I did wrong and I own up to that. But I also think there's so much that people don't see in these shows.
0: Yeah, for sure. I saw Caitlin Bristow was coming to your defense a little bit in the comments. So it has to, you know, everyone who's been on the show especially knows what it's like to not have the whole story necessarily always make it because it's, you know, there's just only so many hours, minutes in the, in the episode. Yeah. Um, when you are watching it back and you see one of the things that stood out to me was you kind of were saying that Savannah was maybe turning it on for the cameras and it's what, which part of it is, I mean, you guys were being graded on your chemistry. So it's hard, you mm-hmm. know, to know. So looking back there, do you still think that she was maybe kind of like turning it on or do you think her feelings for Brandon were real? I think her feelings with Brandon were real. I think
1: it's such a complicated process when you also layer in the fact that we are trying to pursue our musical dreams. You know, like, so not only are you here trying to find the truest connection for you, but dangling in front of you are the lifelong dreams that we all have. So it's the pressure and the stakes were so much higher here.
0: Yeah, for sure. And even with the judging and stuff, like how did it, when you found out, like you were going to be judged one by like some really big names in music and then also bachelor people and the chemistry versus also performing, like what was going through your head when you were going to take the stage? Like what part were you worried about? Like your vocals or like trying to look like Lady Gaga? I was like, uh, what? Um, we
1: were not, we weren't even sure, honestly, that first performance, what to expect judging wise, because Um, you know, we had a really quick turnaround to learn the song and figure it out and then also keep fostering the connections that we had. So it was really a combination of trying to figure out the connections that we had and also rising to the highest level of our artistry. And that just made, again, the stakes so much higher.
0: Totally. And, you know, in the most recent episode, which this is going to air after everything, so you can speak freely, um, Natasha sort of gets involved. And, yes. you know, it, in one way you can look at it as she was trying to have your back and say, you know, I don't think Brandon necessarily has you or you like you're his number one. Cause we also see him kind of tell Savannah, like, I don't know, I probably would have picked you and then go back to you. So watching all of this back, is there anything you would do differently? Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, I think mean, I would have done many things differently. I don't think I ever would have left Sheridan. You know, I watched back. And I'm like, what were you thinking, girl? Like, wake up. (laughs) Um, But I was trying to just do my very best to like weed out everything while I was there. Um, I never should have left Sheridan. You know, that is a deep, deep regret. I think honestly, we had this amazing connection, both intimately in a relationship and also musically. And I think we could have gone all the way um, because of that. And unfortunately, um, uh, my heart was so torn to not be able to see that clearly.
0: Do you, um, still think Natasha, maybe like, do you kind of, I don't know if lash out the right word, but you definitely you know, don't a moment with her. Do you still think she was kind of maybe trying to psych you out or do you think she had your best interests? You know, just bad timing.
1: I, yeah. Timing, not the greatest. I think, I don't think she had malicious intent. I think you know, she was sharing the information with me. I think she could have shared it right when she learned it rather than waiting until 40 minutes before I had to go on stage. Um, but you know, it happened the way it happened. And I hope at the end of the day, she was just trying to help me out.
0: What have your relationships been like with, um, Brandon and Sheridan after the show? Have you like been in contact with them? Do you have friendships with either of them? Yeah.
1: Brandon and I have been in touch. Uh, you know, I think we both left disappointed, but we've been in touch a little bit. I've been in touch with Sheridan a lot and I have so much respect for him. I think it's been hard watching the show back for both of us. Um, and I hope that in the future, um, we can, you know, connect again.
0: What would you say is the biggest misconception? Maybe people are writing about you or that you think people might have gotten about you on the show?
1: It breaks my heart to hear people think that I am a mean girl. I understand why they got that impression. I made really amazing friendships in this house. That's something that, you know, they only have so much time. They haven't been able to highlight that. But, you know, Jamie, Rudy, Mel, the guys, Danny, Gabe, you know, I have been able to connect Michael Todd. I freaking love Michael Todd, you know, uh, I have made such great friendships from this show. I certainly have learned um, many lessons, but I think the misconception and, and where I feel most misunderstood is is in that realm.
0: Do you think that a show like this, where I mean, The Bachelor has so much emphasis on like who's really here for love, but then this show right off the bat, explores that it's not necessarily just about that. like it is about music, and you guys are all musicians. So do you think that that can work? Like, is there, did it feel like the vibe in the house was more people like trying to find love or was it like the goal more about the music? Like what was the vibe? Like, I just can't imagine. Like, I would feel like I'd be questioning like what anybody wanted from me. Yeah.
1: Uh, I certainly was. You heard it. Uh, (laughs) um, I think the vibe of the house was truly so amazing. Like, honestly, I think we were all there for both. You know, I think at the end of the day, of course, we're all musicians. We all have these big dreams. We're here to try to make them happen. And we were hopeful. We were like, sure, I'm totally down to fall for someone here. And I hope that that person is here.
0: And what did you, are there any couples who you saw, like, I know we can't say like who wins or I don't even necessarily know if there's one winner or multiple winners. Cause I guess outside yeah. the show, you can you know, form continue these relationships or not musically or okay. friendships. But is there any couples that stood out to you while filming in the house that you were like, "Oh, I think they're the real deal." Yeah, uh, Chris and Bree
1: just from the bat, they just like clicked, and it. I was shocked her. by that album. <gasps> I know. Oh, we were too. <laughs> they were in it. They just like they it, they clicked right from the get go. So um, yeah, I'm I'm rooting for everyone. I just think Chris and Brie kind of from the start just clicked right away, and they were able to just live in that space.
0: I have a few random logistical questions. I don't know if you can pull back the curtain totally, but one: did you get to pick any of the songs that you performed?
1: I don't know if I'm allowed to answer this. I think I'm
0: allowed to answer this. We did not pick the songs we performed. Okay, I mean, they like gave you. We found them in the
1: envelopes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Did you like say your favorite genre? Like, was there any sort of selection with that? We
1: had submitted a ton of songs um, beforehand, but they knew our genres, to be quite honest, they did an amazing job picking the songs and the lyrics were so eerily applicable to each
0: person's situation. The clarity <laughs> back. situation was hilarious. The amount of times you guys said clarity, like, was so funny. I asked for a thesaurus on set. I was like, we need, a, we need another word here. <laughs> Um, and then when you guys were like laying around the house and like people would just go to the piano or pick up the guitar and start singing, were there guidelines with that? Cause like copyright, cause on, like other reality shows, if you start singing, you'll hear like production, tell them to stop, but like, obviously you're not going to stop. So like, how did that work? Yeah.
1: They certainly allowed us to have jam sessions. And that was so, that was super magical. Like honestly, living in a mansion with 20 musicians is just like, it was a pinch me moment for me. Um, they they definitely suggested songs for the for the jam session so that it could be used
0: for okay. the show. That checks out. And that hot tub, like was that like yeah. the biggest hot tub ever? Like I was obsessed. With it. it was a huge. Like I have never seen a bigger
1: hot tub. It was basically a mini pool, uh, and it was amazing.
0: That's yeah. so cool. And after the initial rose ceremonies, like when you found out that the judges were kind of gonna get to, it was just such an interesting concept because it would remind me of, like, if, like the normal Bachelor was on. And like Chris Harrison or Peter's parents, as we saw them get involved, like if they had any say, like, imagine the, like the way that would go. So as you were sitting there, were you like, I can't believe like Jordan and Jojo are like making my fate. Yeah,
1: It was kind of like, Oh, all right. Well, it kind of, that was the only kind of relief in the sense that like, well, my fate is totally and completely out of my hands. You know, that's true.
0: Um, Tell me a little bit more about your music, like what your goals are, your plans, what do you have out now, all that stuff. Yeah, I've been releasing new music during the whole airing of
1: the show. Uh, I have two singles out right now called Wishing Well and The End of Every Lie, and they're available anywhere you can get music. I have a music video coming out um, very soon, so uh, I'm loving the fact that people are enjoying the art that I was able to make on this show, and I hope they'll come check out what I have to deliver. Uh, in my real life too.
0: Would you say that the exposure you've gotten from the show and the you know people you met and all that stuff outweighs some of the backlash and how it's all played out?
1: Yeah, yesterday I might have said no. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been really hard for me, uh, but I think in the long run, absolutely. This you know the friendships that I gained from this show the lessons I've learned, certainly being able to connect with people on a larger platform, those are all irreplaceable. And I'm so, so grateful.
0: Would you ever do more like reality TV? Or was this like a lesson in reality TV? Like it's scary, but it also is such a modern day way to be successful. Yeah, I won't rule anything out.
1: I think right now my heart is honestly broken just because of the way that things ended for me, that it's hard to say like, yes, sign me up. Uh, (laughs) But I think who knows what the future holds.
0: It was kind of heartbreaking as a viewer to hear Sheridan say that he felt like there was something wrong with him because his relationships don't work out. And you always, those limos are always tough. Those confessionals, but that one kind of, Ooh, kind of stung. Was it hard for you to watch?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I hate that he thought that for even a second it um that has been the hardest part for me for sure
0: the hardest part to watch back kind of seeing him like, yeah it's it's been really
1: painful to watch sheridan go through what i put him through
0: i mean i was hoping to see some of you guys show up on a beach if there ever is a paradise or a whatever <laughs> so i think you would be great and i know it would be nerve-wracking because i don't know if there's villains on this show but i guess you kind of got that situation. <laughs> Uh, quote unquote. Um, But sometimes they they perform the best when they have their second chance.
1: Yeah. Um, Who knows? Who knows? Maybe.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, before I let you go, tell me a little bit about all the charity work you do and how you're feeling right now and all that crazy stuff.
1: Yeah. um, May is actually Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month. I have um, cystic fibrosis, a chronic lung disease and Uh, it's been really important to me to share my story because I know how important it is for a little, you know, I didn't have someone to look up to when I was a little girl and say like, Oh, she's going after her dreams. I should too. Um, so it's important for me to be able to share my story on this level. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that platform aspect of this. I run my own nonprofit and I support music therapy programs in children's hospitals. And I'm really excited, uh, for this coming year and all the work we're going to be able to do.
0: That's awesome. I have a family friend with CF and I, it was like my first thought when like they were talking about people with lung disorder and stuff like with COVID and everything. So like, yeah, I can't even imagine how that must feel like with all this going on. So
1: yeah, it's been really scary. I quarantined immediately and I'm taking all precautions necessary. You know, it's a, it's a scary time in our world and I'm grateful for my health right now. I am feeling good. Um, and I'm hopeful that we get to the other side. You know, if anything I'm familiar with, it's that we have the brilliant minds on this earth to overcome these illnesses. I'm the beneficiary of that science. And I think we will get there. It's just a matter of time.
0: Wow. And all this happening, the show airing this, like you've got a lot going on and you seem to be in pretty good spirits, you know, maybe just like don't watch Tuesday's episode and things will be okay. (laughs)
1: Honestly, girl, I'm considering skipping it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know what happened. Just you know, mute the comments for a little. We'll be on to the next one soon. But it's such a passionate fan base that it does go both ways. You know, like they're also the people streaming. Someone who's leaving the meanest, most ridiculous, absurd comment is probably streaming your song. So yeah, (laughs) right. The the haters follow me. I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a wild word world, and I feel like the Bachelor franchise has the like most rapid fan base around right now, which is good and bad. So yeah. Thank you so for much sure. for talking to me. That. I think that thank it's you. been very entertaining to watch you.
1: <laughs> well, you know, at least I can be an, an escape for people right now. You know, that's how I'm going to look at it. <laughs>
0: totally. Okay, Julia, thank you so much for that. That was fascinating to hear from her. As always, let me know if you guys are watching Batch, Listen into Your Heart and I will continue to cover it. If you're not and just want to hear us you know, stalk Hannah Ann's liked comments, we can do that too. Kaylee, thank you for joining me.
2: Sarah, thank you so much for having me. This is such a blast. I love talking all things Bachelor.
0: It's the best part of my week. Um, I want to remind all of you to please listen on Spotify, leave a five-star review on iTunes, and come back every week as we watch Peter season of The Bachelor just continue to play out during all of coronavirus. Can't wait.